Welcome to your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the tough love coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl and boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. Hey, did you miss me? Welcome back. If you follow me on social media, you saw that I just shared I've been having a little bit of a tough time going through the ups and downs of life. Facts of life. Wasn't that an old show, right? Facts of life. I can't remember. It was, but I can't remember if that's what it was called. I think that's what it was called. I know that's what the song went by, but it doesn't matter. We're here. I just decided to take last week off because mental health matters more than anything. And I'm excited to be back. I want to talk to you today about turning conflict into growth. So I feel like this was this was actually a topic that I had listed in kind of like my 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 brain bank of different topics for the podcast that I've collected. Uh, But I thought it would be perfect to talk about it this week. So I'm curious, like, is anybody else feel like they're going through it lately? I mean, I feel like you could ask that question at any time of the year and people would be like, yeah, me. Um, So like whether it's relationships, business, health, mental health, physical health, sometimes it feels like when it rains, it motherfucking pours. And I really do believe that bad things happen in threes. I know that's kind of just like a little euphemism of of, of sorts, but, and I don't say it from a place of like negativity or assuming that everything goes wrong. I just kind of like to prep myself for reality. Um, But it's interesting. And we're going to come back to this about like what happened, what can happen when we do that. Um, When we kind of go, well, this bad thing happened, probably another thing's going to happen. We bring that to the forefront but we're going to talk about that in a second. When you're struggle bussing it, when it feels like bad things are happening back to back, it can be really hard to see the positive. But how much are you actually trying? And I don't mean being positive patty and everything's great and wonderful and my car just broke down and that's okay. Life is awesome. It doesn't mean that necessarily, but I want to present something to you. What if the bad things seem so prominent because that is what you are fixated on. And you might be like, duh, but hear me out. What if you are focusing so much on what isn't working versus what is actually thriving? Because when we are going through it in whatever area of our lives, there's always another area of our life that's probably pretty decent. Even, and I believe me, I've been there where like everything feels like it's falling apart. Whether it be like my relationship is awful, my business is awful, my money is awful. Like I've been through those moments in my 32 years on this planet where it feels like everything's falling apart. But even in those moments, there are still things that are thriving. It's just much easier for us to hyper fixate on everything that isn't. So think about the last time that you had a hard time. Maybe it's even now like me in those moments, days, weeks, months, 
what percentage of your mind was actually focusing on gratitude, success, and what is going right? I can almost guarantee that 80, 90% of your mental was focused on the following. So fixing what is broken, how to solve the problems, highlighting the failures, and making a list of what to change. And you're like, well, of course, if things aren't going well, I need to fix them. But think about that statement. I need to fix them. When we put ourselves in that place energetically, we are telling the universe, telling ourselves, telling everything around us that like, I, my life is broken and I have to fix it. And I know it can be so hard to be like, well, what's the alternative? Like, I'm just supposed to sit back and hope that my life changes, but that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. But if you think about all those things I just listed, fixing what is broken, how to solve the problems, highlighting the failures, what do all of those things fall under the category of? What is not working? So we tend to think that the more energy we spend on what isn't working, because we think that we have to in order to see success that we want, will solve the problem faster. Something is broke, you have to fix it, right? But what if all the energy looking, searching, and focusing on the problems is putting your RAS, your reticular activating system, which I'll talk about in a second, but it's putting that on overload and putting a spotlight on all the bad things that you uh, are, you know, are experiencing. So of course you're going to feel worse. And so the reticulator, reticulating act, oh my gosh, reticular activating system, the RAS is, and I've, if you've worked with me before, I don't even know if I've mentioned it on a podcast before, but if you meant, if you worked with me before, you know, I talk about it a lot because I think it's, it's important to understand it. To put it in really simple terms, it's it's like the whole saying of like what you focus on, you know, you will manifest. But in like actual like how your brain works, neuroscience, scientific type of uh, angle. And so um, whatever you are uh, paying attention to, thinking about whatever mantras you have on repeat, conscious or unconscious, your brain is going to look for more proof that that exists. So it, to, to help you understand what the RAS does, think about how when you go to, you, you say you're going to buy a car. So like I personally want the brand new Ford Bronco. Um, it's like so dope. And I want it in like forest green and like with a really awesome sunroof and, and all the fun things. And now that I said that I want that, what do you think I see all the time? Ford Broncos. I used to also want a BMW X6. I see BMW X6s everywhere because my RAS knows that that's like what I want. And so when we do this, and there's there's so many other examples of this, but when we do this and we, we fixate on something, positive, negative, whatever it is, our brain is just hardwired to look for more of that. And so if everything is going wrong and that's what you're focusing on, what do you think you're going to see more of the negative, the, oh, this other thing happened. And this other thing happened. You're, and what you're also going to do is not only are you going to see more bad, but you're also going to miss opportunities, things that are literally right in front of you, but you cannot see them because you are so fixated on what's going wrong. The approach is, in my opinion, coming at it from a place of like, what if instead you took a mental note that you wanted to improve something because there's nothing wrong with like things going bad and you going through that. 
but you took the mental note that you wanted to improve something, but you took an inventory of the things that were actually working at the same time, because both can be true. I've probably said it on this podcast. If you've worked with me before, you've heard me say it before. I say it all the time. It's for my old, or not old, we still work together, a mentor, Josh. It's never either or, it's always end. You don't have to be the most positive person in the world and pretend everything is fine and nothing's wrong, but you also don't have to be the most negative person in the world and pretend that nothing positive exists in your life. You can say there are things in my life that I'd like to improve, but there are also things that are working. So instead of coming from a place of I'm broken and I need fixing, it's I'm awesome and I can be more awesome. I'm good and I can be great. If your business isn't going well, what is thriving in your business? Maybe you don't have, maybe you just did a launch and not a lot of people joined, or maybe you had, um, uh, a post that you thought was going to do really well. You spent a lot of time on and no one gave a shit about it. I posted a post today and literally for an hour, it got zero likes, which is a very humbling experience, but I know it's not me. It's the algorithm because what the hell is that? But anyway, so like your business isn't going well, maybe in the money area, but you got like the kindest message from somebody the other day telling you that their that your content changed their life. Or maybe you made some um, uh, mad money and just your, your social media isn't doing that well. Or maybe you had a post actually go mini viral, but your money's not coming in. So there's always going to be something, maybe you just love what you do. There's always going to be something that you can find and thriving doesn't have to be this big extravagant thing that's never happened before. It can just be like, you feel good about yourself today. You can focus on that, but we like to harp on the really big, crazy things because our brain just loves chaos, especially if you had trauma growing up, you love chaos. So maybe in your relationship, things aren't going well. Maybe you had a nasty fight, an argument, you're thinking about ending it. So you could say, or maybe not at the point of thinking about ending it, but you could say like, maybe you got in a nasty fight, but there's other things that are thriving in your relationship. Or maybe you have gotten to the point where you're thinking about ending it. What's thriving in your business? What's thriving in your mental health? What's thriving in your physical health? Because just because the relationship piece of your life isn't, isn't thriving, there are probably other things that are. Um, and again, it's just focusing on one area that is thriving, even if the others as well. So business going well, relationship isn't, or health isn't the best, but money's coming in or physical health is struggling, but self-care is on point. There's always something that you can focus on that's that, that is thriving. And this is how we turn conflict into growth. We start by shifting our mood by showing our brain, Hey, there's a lot of good here. And when we do that, we boost the feel good hormones that we need, like uh, endorphins, dopamine, um, serotonin. And when that happens, we boost those hormones that we need for self-motivation and better discipline. People ask me all the time, how am I so disciplined? How am I so consistent? Yes, I am consistent and disciplined, but I worked for that. But I have to do things like focus on what's thriving, even when life's not always the best in all areas of my life, because I need some dopamine and I need some serotonin in the in little ways that I can by celebrating those small things, which helps with motivation, which helps with discipline. You can't be motivated and disciplined if you're not giving yourself any of those feel-good hormones. So when this happens, what else happens is it helps us switch into solution mode because we are motivated from a place of, like I mentioned earlier, I'm awesome and I can be better instead of I'm broken, I'm broken and I need fixing coming from a place of I'm broken and I need fixing does not make us feel as good. And doesn't make us put us into a positive solution mode, like motivating yourself from like imposter syndrome, you suck. And Oh my God, my life's going to fall apart is not going to be the best way to motivate yourself. I'm, I'm negatively motivated. Like I'd rather you tell me that if I do something that I'm going to like lose something versus gain. So that can be motivating, but you don't want to do it in a way where you're bullying yourself. 
So we, we look for solution when this happens, we look for solutions instead of pity or others to join in our misery. And the long-term effects of this is that you are teaching your mind and your nervous system over time. So there is an actual soul cellular level change that you're teaching again, your mind and your nervous system that we can get things done because we matter and being productive is safe. We don't need to do things all or nothing. And then naturally you are more productive. I'm not saying this is a magic trick. This is something that happens over time. But if you do this, you focus on what's thriving and you can still say, okay, these things aren't working, but I want to focus on the solution. That's where you're going to be more productive. And so when we view conflict from a neutral place, we are able to view it from the lens of, of removing the negative blinders that stop us seeing solutions and opportunities that are right in front of us. Like I talked about that RAS, you don't need to pretend nothing is wrong, but you do need to be proactive if you want to create a consistent environment of growth. This does not mean that you shouldn't take the time to sit with your feelings, be angry, scared, sad, feel all the feelings. But the longer we stay in a victim mentality, the longer we stay in an unwanted place. John Maxwell, one of my favorite authors, has a 24-hour rule that I have followed ever since I learned it. And so it's when you get bad news and something negative happens, you allow yourself 24 hours to be grumpy, bothered, like the sad, not so high version of yourself. You can cry, punch pillows, binge watch Netflix and eat popcorn all night. But after that 24 hours is up, you go into solution mode. And again, this doesn't mean you ignore your feelings or try to pretend that things are, aren't wrong, but wallowing in that self-pity and in that place of like, I hope someone comes to save me is not going to get you anywhere. So can we do that this week? I hope so. So I want to also let you know, before I give you the TLAT of the week, I you'll see it on my Instagram uh, today, probably should, if it's, it's Monday, so you should be listening to this on Monday. Um, I'm opening up my one-on-one. My one-on-ones have been closed for a bit. I just recently started the Business Design for ADHD Mastermind, which is really exciting. We had our first call last week, which was amazing. Um, and so... I'm opening up my one-on-one. And so my there's four spots. Um, my one-on-one, well, four spots for calls and Voxer, which if you don't know what Voxer is, it's just like WhatsApp, a messaging app. I just like it because you can speed up voice messages. <laughs> so instead of having to like on text or on, you know, Instagram, you have to listen to a whole minute, you can speed it up and it only takes like, you know, 40, 30 seconds. That's one of the main reasons I love Voxer, but that's where I do all of my communicating. So there'll be four spots for calls plus Voxer, and then maybe like two or three spots for Voxer only. Um, this is, there's no direct specific goal with this. Cause it's not like a unique program. Um, this is just for those that know they want to work with me. You want to grow your business. You want to get out of your own way. You struggle with ADHD. You feel like you have worked with people who don't understand how your brain works and you're frustrated with that. And you want to find systems that actually work for your brain. Um, we can do that. So I have three, six and 12 month options for the Voxer post calls and then four, eight and 12 for the other options. Um, I will put a link to the application in the show notes if you'd like to apply. Um, and we don't even have to have a call. If you'd like to have a call, we can, but I typically just chat with people through the DMS. If you know, you want to work with me, you're in it and you don't want to miss out because once those spots get filled, Sometimes you have to wait three or six months before you get to work with me. Um, you're going to want to grab those. So if you have any questions about it, you can always shoot me a DM. I'm happy to chat, give you more details, what it looks like. Um, Cause there's a, there's a few different options and I'm always open to create custom programs for people to make things work. So yeah, I'm excited to chat about that. And if you want to kind of, you're unsure and you want to hear me talk about a little bit more then keep an eye on my Instagram stories for the next week or two, cause I will be talking about that. So your TLAT for the week. 
what is one conflict that you are going to to see through a growth lens? You don't have to tell me how you're going to do it. You just, I just want you to put it out there that that's what you're going to do. And that's all you have to focus on this week is say, okay, I'm going through it in my relationship. I'm going through it in my business. I'm going through it with my physical health. How can you flip the lens, make your RAS focus on one, what is thriving and two, how you can look at what you're going through from a place of what it's going to teach you. Like pretend you are the version of yourself a year from now, five years from now, when you know, the dust has settled, you're over whatever's happening. And you can look back and you can be like, see, that wasn't, not that it wasn't that bad, but like we made it. What would would you come to that situation with? What kind of energy? How can you do that this week? That's how you look at it through a growth lens. So I will see you next week and I'll see you on Friday. I drop my post every Monday for the TLAT and the check-ins on Friday. So don't miss out on them. You don't have to do them, of course, but they're there. Um, But yeah. I will see you next week. Sending you mad love. Peace out. XOXO, your tough love coach. Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO, your tough love coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my tough love collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get bi-weekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the tough love coach to learn more. See you next week.